0: We're gonna start here in the back, okay. Hi, Brock. Melissa Jacobs from Good Game Youth Sports Newsletter. So I'm wondering how playing flag football until age twelve helped prepare you for tackle football, and if you think that your path is the way of the future. Yeah. Um I mean like you said, I played up until I was about twelve and I think it just helped just with the speed of the game. It was a a quick game. I think uh, hand-eye coordination, all that kind of stuff really did develop for me, Um, you know, throughout my years of playing flag football, obviously being able to juke and and cut and move in certain ways um, just from the way the sport is um, helped me for tackle football. I feel like when I started playing tackle football, I was a little slower actually because of just the pace of the game compared to flag. um, anytime I'm talking family and friends, I always encourage, you know, kids growing up to, to start off with flag football and play, um, you know, really as long as they can to help develop those kind of skills. Brock, do you feel like this week has been, or these last two weeks have been normal weeks as far as your preparation heading into this game? And what's been the biggest challenge for you to try to make it as normal as possible? Yeah, I feel like, you know, last last week, you know, Kyle and obviously – Just the staff in general did a great job with, you know, treating it like it was a normal game week in terms of, you know, our installs and and our routine and our schedules. So that all felt uh, pretty normal. Um, And and the challenge is, you know, you get through the week and and then you don't play on Sunday. So for us, it was, you know, you put in all this, you know, work of studying and preparation and obviously practicing, and then you're not playing on Sunday. So that, that was a little odd. But um obviously this week same thing knocked out some media stuff really in the week and then today it felt good to get back out there and get back into our routine yes oh over here brock, yeah hey, brock can you just describe what the what the practice field is like we've heard a lot about it this week just what are your impressions of it haven't haven't been on it today yeah um i mean today we didn't have as an aggressive practice, just in terms of the the hard running, the cutting, and stuff. We, that's tomorrow. So, uh, but today I feel like it, it was pretty good, just in terms of us getting out there and and sort of you know moving around, you know light running and whatnot. So um, that was that. So we'll, we'll see tomorrow though how it is. Brock, um, your first passes were against the Chiefs in that blowout loss uh, last last season. Jed Yorks said you threw a ball in the stands i don 't recall that happening uh you did throw a pick, but uh what what are your memories of that game, and what were your emotions is like you know here I am playing in the n f l yeah um yeah, obviously the score and the game was sort of out of reach, and I went in at the end and was trying to get some reps and um i 'm not gonna lie it was it was going pretty fast, just it was my first n f l action and and i 'm dropping back and um you know for me, I was like. I think, I don't know if Chris Jones is in, but I was like, man, Chris Jones is there. Frank Clark on the edge. So for me, my mind was racing pretty fast and I was trying to get through reads pretty quickly and um, definitely did feel rushed. I'm not gonna lie, I did. But um, you know, there was some plays where I was able to make some throws and get into a rhythm. And then obviously at the end, I sailed one over Juwan's head for an interception, but um, just where where the game was at was a little weird. You know, it was out of reach. And then I was just trying to go in and get my first action and, and get into a rhythm. So. Um. yeah it is what it is but you know obviously I learned from it and I feel like when week 13 came around it that game and those reps actually did help me you know be prepared for my opportunity Rocky you're facing a um, defensive coordinator in Steve Spagnuolo who's renowned for throwing a lot at opposing quarterbacks but Your defense um, has had success well in terms of disguising coverages, particularly on that fourth down against Detroit. I'm just wondering how facing them helps you prepare for the challenge you've got on Sunday. Yeah. um, You know, obviously, I I think they do a great job with, you know, being sound in what they do and then also bringing some pressure um, at times, you know, sort of get the quarterback, you know, off schedule and and just different looks they sprinkle in, so... Um, but yeah, going back to like camp, you know, we've seen a lot of different pressure looks and stuff from our defense, and and um, you know, we've had some good looks. You know, obviously going against Fred and Dre and those and those guys, so that's all that's you know sort of good for us to sink back and have that kind of experience. Um, but at the same time, you know, Spags does a good job, I think, with you know calling plays and, and pressures when you least expect it, and and um, you know, try to get get the offense caught off guard. So. That's the challenge, honestly. So it's going to come down to the heat of the battle, you know, being able to be ready for it and make the right decisions when they come. The right, yep. Brock, uh, you've been very vocal about your faith and identity in Christ. Um, what is a verse or a passage in the Bible that you hold on to when facing adversity in the NFL? Um, I've said it a lot you know, in, in the press conferences, but Psalm 23, um, You know, even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come for me. Um, and then it also talks about how God prepares a table before me, even in the presence of my enemies. So like, even though all the craziness is going on for me, I'm like, all right, God's with me. He's right here in this moment. And, uh, it gives me peace. It gives me, you know, just the calmness, the steadfastness. And, um, so th- yeah, in those moments, that's what I can sink back to. Hey, Brock. Middle, middle. 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 Omar here. Yes. A, uh, from the very beginning, the, the locker room, your teammates have been very supportive of you, their, their confidence, their belief in you, based on what they had seen from you in practice. At what point in your starting career did you feel like you had earned all that trust and faith based on what you did in the, in the games? Um, I mean, last year, you know, when I stepped in, we were, all, we were on a roll as a team. Just obviously we had our, the Super Bowl um, on our minds and, and on our, in our sights. So, you know, for, for me, really, it was like, all right, we're rolling. I'm just continuing to do what Jimmy had done uh, before and, and didn't want to, you know, lose a step or take a step back as an offense. So for, for me, I didn't really know or understand um, until probably this year, you know. Um, you know, we, we went on a roll. We were 5-0, and and then honestly when we, you know, went on a streak of losing some games, um, that's, I feel like, when you start, you know, questioning and, and seeing how guys uh, respond to you. Um, and my team had my back, you know, even through those three games that we lost in a row, um, you had guys on defense, Dre Greenlaw, Fred, Eric Armstead, like all those guys continue to come up to me and say, dude, we got your back. You know, this is the NFL. It's not easy. And so um, it was in those moments that I knew I was, all right, these guys got my back and we can go. Hey, Brock, after your injury in the NFC Championship last year and looking at the improvements that you made coming into this season, where in your game do you think that you made the biggest strides? Yeah, I think, um, you know, last year when I first got in, you know, there was times where I feel like I really wasn't, you know, playing the position of quarterback like I, like I needed to and wanted to. I feel like I was, you know, sort of quick to get out of the pocket at, at some points and, and, and rush out and not trust progressions and trust the boys up front. So I feel like this year I've done a little bit better of a job of staying within the pocket, going through some reads, taking some check downs, throwing the ball away when I need to. Um, you know, obviously there's been some times and moments where, you know, I've, I've been too aggressive and have been, had interceptions and stuff. But, um, I mean, that, that happens. And so, but I think a big jump for me this year was, is just playing, playing the position and not trying to be Superman every play when something's not there. So. Third left, Brock. Brock. you mentioned you had a lot of meaningful conversations with the veterans of this team about navigating this Super Bowl experience. What's been the most helpful piece of advice you've gotten? Yeah, um, not making it, you know, what, it is, what it's not. Um, And I've heard a lot of guys say, you know, it's a big moment, it's a big game. It could be the biggest game of your life kind of thing. But um, what it comes down to is it's 11 on 11. It's football at the end of the day. You can't get wrapped up in all the stuff outside, what's going on throughout the week. Um, And and we're here for a reason. You know, what we've done all year has gotten us here. And so we can obviously have confidence in that. Um, You know, what we've done all year has been good enough, and we just got to continue to do that. I've heard that from multiple of the vets. So. Brock Brock, your teammates say that impersonations are among your many talents I believe sirens we had Spongebob the other night maybe some teammates coaches when did you first realize you can do that and how do you use that in in the building yeah um, I mean growing up my dad was pretty good with impersonations and so I think I picked up from him Um, just whether it was family friends teammates growing up uh, I feel like I've always done some impersonations and they've they've been pretty well but I don't know, I'll do it sometimes when we're in the huddle or something to sort of just, you know, show them that, all right, Brock's, you know, he's calm, he's cool and collected here, he's joking around, so it's all good. So I feel like there's times and moments where I do it, but I don't go around trying to impersonate everybody all the time, so. Hi, Brock, it's Contessa Brewer from CNBC. When you started, I guess in gambling terms, you would have been considered a long shot. Give me a sense of, whether being underestimated is actually an advantage? Um, Yeah, I feel like it it can be. Um, You know, I think, you know, earlier this year, you know, there's not a lot of talk or buzz really about, I guess, myself. And not that I listen to it and buy into all of it, but um, it's almost like, all right, I still have to go and and play with that chip on my shoulder and prove to my teammates that, you know, I can be the guy for this team. I feel like I had some stuff to prove still. Um, Obviously, last year I played – Seven eight games or whatever that was, and and it was all good, but it wasn't a whole season, so there was a lot of questions, and so for me, it was all right, I still got to go out there and prove to myself you know I, I can do this and, and to my team that I can be the guy. so um yeah, there wasn't a big you know spotlight on me or anything like that, so uh, like you sort of want to make a name for yourself kind of thing, you know throughout the year and, and early on, so um I feel like it has been sort of of an, an advantage for sure. Now that you have a year under your belt, what was the biggest difference between learning Iowa State's playbook and the 49ers' playbook? Was there any similarities in verbiage, and um, was there any you know crossover in the playbook as far as schematics go? Or... Yeah, I feel like you know concepts and stuff um, are pretty similar, I'm not going to lie, from, from what we ran at Iowa State to what we do now. Um, just the differences, like just the, the way of college football compared to the NFL, um, being in a huddle, reciting plays, long plays, multiple plays – all in one, you know, standing, telling them, you know, my O-line receivers, everybody what we're doing. There's just a lot more communication. Uh, like, just that aspect is more of it. Um, you know, in college, you're getting the signal from the sideline, and then everyone's looking, and then you line up real quick and try to run the play. In the NFL, like, you're looking guys in the eyes and telling them, hey, this is the play, and, and this is what we have to do. Um, but as a quarterback, I, I like that, just because you can see the play in your head better, and you got to say it uh, multiple times. And and uh, I feel like it's just a little bit more clear to me in my mind. So those are the differences. And it's not knocking college football or anything. It's just the differences and the way it is. So. Is two more guys? Yeah. Yeah. Brock, Jose Villalba from Multimedios in Mexico. Uh, two questions. First, how well, when you entered as a starting quarterback with the 49ers, there were so many offensive players, established players, like Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Kittle. How are you able to connect with them? And second, many many people probably forgot the rehab that you had to go through during the off season. How 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 hard was it to regain the form that you had last year? Uh, yeah. So to answer the first part, um, I mean I've I've been myself since I got here day one. You know, obviously I've come in and I didn't really say much. I just try to learn the playbook and do my job and and show, you know, the guys that practice that, hey, I, I, I can be a trustworthy guy if my number's called, up, called upon. Um, you know, go in, make reads, and make plays. And uh, I feel like over time, you know, Trent, Debo, um, Christian, George, like, they, they sensed that. They could feel it. It wasn't just all talk. Um, and obviously when I got thrown in week 13, it was like, all right, let's see what you got kind of thing. And, um, and I never really did look back from there. So that's sort of just how that came to be. Um, in terms of the rehab and stuff, um, you know, I feel like it was, it was a long process. You get cleared, I got cleared around, I think, like five and a half, six months, um, and I'm not going to lie, like, you know, I was still continuing to strengthen my arm as the season started, and, um, and that was the whole thing that I was dealing with, but, um, I was good enough to play, and I felt good enough for game one, and, and, I mean, the rest has sort of been history, but, um, you know, I think my arm, ha- like, you just do different mobilities and exercises and stuff uh, because of your arm and the rehab, and so your arm, by nature, I think, does get a little stronger. Um, so those are things that I've, I've learned and will continue to do, you know, moving forward. So, yep. Um, hello, Brock. Uh, Victor Roudier from Touchdown, like, two. Uh Quick question in a... Uh, almost perfect season, you had one difficult game versus Baltimore, versus a very aggressive defense, and now in the Super Bowl, you will face, again, a very aggressive defense with the the Chiefs. What lesson did you learn from the matchup from Baltimore, and do do you think you can apply what you learned during the the Super Bowl versus the Chiefs? Yeah, um, I mean, in that Baltimore game, we had a couple explosive plays early on, and Um, you know, for myself, I started, you know, just feeling good about what we were doing, and and I sort of bought into the emotion of, all right, we had some big plays here, and I can go, I can fit this this throw in now, even though it wasn't even the right coverage for me to do that, and so, and I learned the hard way through some interceptions, and um, I just, I feel like I wasn't playing with a clear mind at that point, so that's something that I definitely learned, and obviously we're playing in the Super Bowl, another big game, Um, and how can I understand that every play has a life of its own? You can't just because you had a, a big play in the last play it doesn't mean this next play is going to be another big play. Like it, the, the right play might be checking it down or throwing it away. So those are things I had to learn and definitely take into account with you know, how aggressive and how good the Chiefs' defense is. Last one, middle left. Brock, you talked earlier about sometimes doing impressions in the huddle. George is always finding the camera. Especially on a week like this, how important is it to remember that, yes, you're, it's the seriousness of, of the business of football, but also you're playing a game and you want to have fun doing it? Yeah, um, I mean, there's a fine line of it for sure. Um, obviously studying and, and being prepared for every little situation and circumstance um, and, and being ready to answer those, those questions um, right. Um, but also, you know, being able to enjoy the game. We're in the Super Bowl. You dreamed of this as a kid growing up. You know, you wanted to play every kid dreamed playing in this game. And so, I mean, like George obviously gives us a great perspective every game. He's always having fun, joking around. But when the, when the ball snapped, he's doing his job and he's doing it well. So it was the fine line of it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, man, like this is, this is something that we've all dreamed of growing up. And got to be grateful for it and have fun with it. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them.